Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk the wild card round of the playoffs, and we're going to go a little bit off the rails since it's week 18, and there's not that many games going on on the Back Row Fantasy Show starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. As usual, mostly, at least the past few weeks, it's me, Bark. To my left is Arms. Good morning. To my right is Hux. Hello. Howdy. Hey. So, I'm, I, I'm, I've had like one and a half beers, and I just can't seem to get this thing right to the, this week. So, completely understand. Happens. I, I couldn't. I tried to spit out a sentence the last five minutes of work. Just couldn't get it out. I just walked away. I'm like, this is horrible. I don't know what I'm saying. You need to do that, that more often. Walk away. <laughs> That's Fridays for you, man. Uh, that, that would you like Fridays. to walk outside? Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, Old man. Whoa. Man. Not even the oldest one in the room. Shut mm. your faces. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're not the handsomest one in the room either. I know. Neither are you, Arms. Yeah. Neither are you, Barker. Suck on that. Yeah. Well, who is? Uh, that little that little bobblehead guy yeah, over there. That guy over oh, there. yeah. The, the ghost. The, way, way better looking than we are. It's the scarlet ghost from the Misfits. That's He's... Congratulations, Ghost. You are the most handsome man in the back row this week. All right, Derry. Okay. All right, Derry. Okay. Derry. Well, all right. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we're, we're kind of excited to go a little bit off the rails for one and also to talk some playoff games and uh, to do our back row reaction videos right after, which yeah. we had some fun with last week. So we've, we've got a busy evening scheduled, but we should only be bringing you an hour of power of back row fantasy show. Because uh, you as the listener deserve less. Power. Wait a minute. Power. That's hey. not what I meant to say. You as the listener, you don't have to. The The work <laughs> commute isn't two hours long. Yeah. Not many people have an hour and a half drive. Dude, I don't listen to an hour and a half podcast. And quite frankly, you probably get sick of us. So, yeah. I, I mean. Less is more. It's le- better. Less, less is better. Less is more. Less is more. Less. Indeed. So that's what we're going to do. So since we were talking about it a little bit, look, well, you know what? Let's talk oh about Oh, my some, God. Yeah. Get a direction and go. Chill out. I was going to. Find your hole and hit it. This is why they last an hour and a half. Yeah, right here. exactly. Okay, so I'll streamline <laughs> it. I was getting ready to start talking about a playoff game because we were on that path. Okay. But yeah. Sounds good. What about the coaches' firings? I mean, Freddie Kitchens, he's gone. Gone. Thank J- God. Jason, Jason Garrett reportedly. Finally, finally gone. Reportedly going to be gone. Uh, well, here's what I don't get about Jason finally. Garrett. Like, didn't Jerry Jones fire Barry Switzer like after one disagreement? Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah, but – this, is, this is why they yeah. go an hour and 45 minutes. Barry Switzer wanted to be his own, per, like, you know, do the his GM. own thing. Or, I mean, he just wanted, he wasn't able to be bossed around like a Jason Garrett. He wasn't a yes man. That's oh. what the whole problem was. Dude, I, I shit you I'm not. sure there was but, more but to it. But it shows, but, like, most of his success, you know, with uh, Jimmy Johnson, yeah. Barry Switzer, is with people who have strong personalities. And then you've got Mr. Smiley and Agree with Jerry. Yeah. Jason Garrett was a yes man. I swear to God, I'm gonna have to bring him up on the next episode. My kids have a like really large size GI Joe with fiery red hair that looks just like Jason Garrett. Except not uh, 
Except inspirational. I think of the name of that one. Well, like, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think they're generic. GI generics. Oh, okay. I think they're generic Joes. GI generic, generic extreme. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the cobras aren't cobras. They're uh, gardener snakes. I like it. So who? What? What else is open? What other coaching vacancies? Well, I know Freddie Kitchens is gone. So Cleveland, Jim, Dallas. John Dorsey is gone. Surprisingly, yeah. I mean yeah. he did. That, a, I, he did. Yeah. Is it, that's. That's not on him. Yeah, he created a paper champion. There we he go. did. He created and a paper champion, and then apparently Freddie Kitchens messed it all up. Yep. So the the organization. Did you see the the line like the offensive coordinator was telling the opposing teams before they played like this team's a friggin' mess, man. <laughs> like he was telling coaches, other coaches, the team's a mess, and that Freddie Kitchens did not stick to the game plans at all. Like they'd go through a whole week, get a game plan together, and Freddie Kitchens is just like piss on that, run the option. Well, did you see whenever he uh, like scratched Baker Mayfield under the the chin, yeah. and Baker Mayfield's like, "I guess an, an idiot." idiot. Yeah. What do you do? There's a video on the sidelines, like yeah. in the middle of a game. It, Kitchens came up him, to like, him, was these? like trying to rub up under his beard, and you know, Baker's like fighting him off. And like as he's walking away, he turned to the teammates, like, "That guy's an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just one of those guys clearly better suited for a coordinator role. Yeah. So, so is it possible? And I, I hate to give him a free pass. Was Baker Baker regressed? There's no yeah. doubt. Oh about yeah, that. sophomore slump. But was a was it a lot of it due to Kitchens? Yeah, yeah, partially. I, I yeah. think absolutely. Lot, yeah. Now, with that being said, he's Kitchens isn't out on the field, right? He's not the one pulling the trigger on the bad throws, right? He's. I mean, the routes were still ran, but. Where they ran into bad defenses. You know what I mean? Where the, I mean, the place called if, into bad defenses. If the story's actually true about them game planning one way and then running plays, you know, practicing plays throughout the week and then them just changing it up as the game goes on, it's like, okay, like why are we running this Yeah, shit? like, all right, guys, I know uh, we never actually did this in practice, but we're going to do a double right. reverse pass. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> and I know it's not that extreme, but still, you know, it – Continuity matters. Yeah, practice matters. I know that a lot of people practice? get. Yeah, I, I knew he was going to go down that road. But a lot of people we talk about think, practice. Uh, you don't Old need ta- practice. Old Town Road. But you, they, the this is not the Patriots. This is not you know an established team like the the um, the tr- crime the Saints, a team that could take a couple days off and still be fine because yeah. they have a ton of chemistry. Yeah, it's the Browns. They're still a young team. And they need as much chemistry as they can get. I mean, yeah. you're you're talking, you know, all right, we're going to send one of the best wide receivers in the league, Odell Beckham Jr., we're going to have him run this route, this route, and this route, these three routes pretty much all week, and now we're going to change it up. It's stupid. Yeah, Not going to take my so it, Browns yeah, I mean, to it, the playoff road. Gonna. It did surprise me a little bit with Dorsey, but, I mean, it obviously seemed like he wants to call the shots. He wants to bring in another coach that he can control pretty much and, you know, Haslam arguably the worst owner in sports have you heard of dan snyder i said arguably okay arguably 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 hey they got rid of that shitty gm and bruce allen i, so I don't hate step that. in the direction right direction but yeah haslam wanted to bring in a guy that you know like a veteran type or i don't know a guy that's someone more established gonna, yeah established maybe i don't know the guys they're interviewing i mean they hired they interviewed mccarthy but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who actually takes that job. Yeah. I so, forgot. I need my laptop because if anybody wants to chat with us, I'm just oh, sitting here without yeah. it. Like, 
Need singing some. Old Town Road. Listener questions. So we've. So who do you guys think is the most likely move? You know what I mean. The most likely person that's willing. It's the Browns. To go so to the Browns. It's probably Josh McDaniels. I, it's the Browns. I'm going Josh McDaniels. I think that's who they want. Whether he takes it, I'm not 100 percent sure. But the, the everything I'm reading is is they're wanting him, and he's going to bring in. Um, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head, but the guy with him to be the GM. So, but I think that I think that's who they end up with. I think McDaniel's finally leaves New England. Again. Okay, so the the just pulled up CBS Sports, and if that someone's already taken a job, like sorry, I haven't followed it that close. But like number one, Redskins is the only one that's hired anybody, I that, believe. That's, that's Rivera. So uh, according to CBS Sports, the top ten guys, the available prospects for head coaches, Eric Bieniemy. He interviewed today for Cleveland. Uh, he's a, he's a hot name. Matt Eberflus, the uh, defensive coordinator for the Colts. Uh, Mike McCarthy. Uh, Dave Tube, I don't even know who that guy goes. Tubester. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, Lincoln Riley, Matt Rule, Josh McDaniels. Then you always hear names like Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, yeah. of course, uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. You know, those names are always thrown out. Everyone. Will uh, Urban Meyer ever actually come to the. He shouldn't. No. I don't think I so. agree. But no, they interviewed, they requested, I don't know if they actually interviewed, but Greg Roman, the offense coordinator for Baltimore, and Saleh, the defense coordinator for the 49ers. There's another name that was linked. Dude, I love that guy. He's, I, I he's really a hot do. name out right now, so he could end up in one of these spots because, I mean, you got Carolina open. You got hot names. They have them listed as the ninth and tenth prospects. So. I love hot names. What are the, what are the teams that are open? Uh, Carolina, Cleveland, New, Dallas. Giants. Giants. Shermer Giants, got fired. Yeah, that's right. Real. Uh, I, I mean, the Giants job is actually desirable. It, it, for it is. Take. fairly appealing. But – then, then you run into – all right, I know Danny but, Dimes had flashes. Yeah. But then do you run into a guy – I think this is going to be part of the conversation. Are you – you know, from Gettleman, are you ready to move forward with Daniel Jones or yes. – you know, is that is – that tr- they're going to ask the, the head coach prospects. The, yeah, the head coach is going to have to be on board with Danny Dimes. It's I, I agree. Gonna, it's not going to be like, well, I didn't really want Josh Rosen, so uh, <laughs> go on. Let's draft Kyler. Well, I mean, Kingsbury was coming out of college too. Right, so. right. But let's uh, let's uh, talk playoff games. Yeah, I would yeah. say real quick. I I feel like Soleil to me on this list is probably like my favorite out of all of them out of the top ten. I don't like Josh McDaniels as a head coach. He's failed before. Yeah, I'm not a fan of McDaniels. I don't mind Lincoln Riley, but that's one of those, what is he? You know, does Lincoln Riley, if, is, if there's a reunion with Lincoln Riley and uh, and Baker, does that, you know, is that big? By the way, Tube is uh, Casey's assistant. I'm sorry, I, I go off track on that. But Quick question, you guys cool with that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dynasty Rob, I believe that's our boy Rob Sprout. Uh, he says, if Cam leaves, who gets the starting job, Kyle Allen or Will Greer? Can we all agree neither? I'm going to go neither. Neither. I think Will Greer. He, I, like, I know that Dwayne Haskins looked pitiful and figured it out a little there bit. There we go. That's what I was going to say. I don't know if Will Greer is the kind of guy that's going to figure it what, out. What pick did Carolina end up with? Oh, why you ask questions so quick? Seriously. <laughs> just in the middle of. I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious. Are they in the spot? I mean, they, Just, they Justin Herbert. Yeah, I was say, spot. are they in a spot for a Herbert? But Herbert or Tua could literally fall to twenty. Yeah, I'm. 
Yeah, I guess it's possible. Tua's health is a question mark. And Herbert seventh, they pick seventh. I know he just won a big game, you know, won Rose Bowl, and he looked looked fine. But like, sorry, I, I'm gonna be upset if the Raiders like go up, you know, go after Herbert at twelve. I don't, uh, I don't want Miami to go after Herbert either. And I, I mean, it could be. I think it's a lock for Tua to Miami at five. I think it's a lot. Is he coming out for sure, though? Oh, he hasn't announced. But. If he comes out, I agree, unless somebody jumps him, Yeah, which I think is highly possible because I, I still think Tua is arguably just as good a pick as Joe Burrows, if not better. Well, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> but no, I think I just think Tua to Miami makes sense right there at five. Tua is incredible. I'll give you that. And I, I guess if he was healthy, if, without the injury concerns, they are they're on par with each other. It, you can actually make the argument that two is a better prospect because he's he's done well for you know what two three years. Is he, did he start for three four years, or just the national championship game in two years? Yeah, I think, I think two years. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, I think. I think two. Years. And he didn't even start national championship, but he he's special. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I mean, interesting. By the way, the let's see, Bengals Bengals. They fired their coach? No. No, they no. didn't? No. Is that Taylor? <sighs> you're you're he's one. Safe, he's safe. For There's a some problems. Look, the Bengals showed some promise the last six, seven I'm weeks. I'm not hating on them. I'm Did just, they? I think so. They were close. They were a lot of close games. That's true. Mi- they, Mixon turned it on. Mixon good was to see. awesome the last six, seven weeks of the season. Yeah. We, the wait, we all waited on that. The offensive line played better. Speaking of by-low candidate, right there. I don't... I don't even know if he's a buy low anymore the way he finished the season. No, I don't think he is. But you look at the total work, right? It's two and fourteen team. If his season as a whole sucked, he I he did know. do he did do real well at the very end. But he was he was bad, bad, bad for like ten weeks. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he didn't do a lot. So, but let's uh yeah, I I can't wait to get into draft season. We'll uh luckily that's we'll start talking free agency and draft as soon as these playoffs are over. But uh, By the way, just serious. I know we mentioned it. You're saying two as a lock. If he gets past Miami, the Chargers. He's not getting past. Miami. I, I really don't believe he's getting past Miami. No, no I don't either. No chance. But if, I mean, if you, yeah, he's I, a value at pick five. I think someone jumps Miami. I'm not I, sure that he goes past pick three to Detroit. It's possible. Yeah. Stafford, I mean, Stafford's a free agent. There's there's multiple teams. I mean, the argument can be made. However, you feel about Danny Dimes, right? He's not going. He's not going to Washington because Haskins showed promise at the end of the season. Right. Um, so you you got Cincy, Detroit at three, the Giants at four, which they're not taking him. Be a savvy pick by Detroit if they did surprise and take Tua. Oh, I agree. I mean, they've got offensive weapons. Uh, Miami, Los Angeles, Carolina, uh, not going to Arizona. The Jaguars never know about Arizona. Wild card. <laughs> Always a chance. There, there's a small chance. Always no. a chance. Jaguars. They could definitely be the Jaguars play. at nine. The Browns aren't taking um, the Jets. Like, no. I don't think so either. The Raiders at twelve. Possible. The Colts at thirteen. Possible. I don't think so. But Tampa possible. Bay at fourteen. With the end of yeah, James, the James era, the Broncos at fifteen. I mean, Tua could literally go. No way. Drew Locke's a star. Didn't you see him it's rapping? <laughs> He's a star. He looks like. Mr. Rogers singing gangster rap. Kind of strange. Ironically, I was listening to uh, just letting podcasts play, and it was catching up at the end of some podcasts that I stopped early when I was listening to uh, First Draft from last year pre-draft. So it's Kuiper McShay, uh, Chris Sproul. Digging deep. 
yeah, it, it was just playing through, and I, I don't know, I just didn't feel like changing. I was driving home, and uh, they were talking about how Locke was like the number two or three quarterback in last year's draft class. When did he get drafted? He was undrafted free agent, wasn't he? Locke? No, he's second round. Was wasn't he? he second? Man, I feel like he was way later than that. No, he was second round. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Not that important. Nope. Not it doesn't matter. All right, let's talk playoffs, guys. Let's so go. We were talking before we hit record on the actual podcast. Right. Again, uh, you, you can hear some of the pre-show chatter if you want to join us on the live stream that airs on Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, but we were talking about the Patriots and Titans, and, and Hux was saying it is kind of a not, not a consensus, but the majority of folks believe the Titans are going to take this game. Yeah, I mean, I, everything I'm reading, Titans are the hot. Hot, hot team. I agree. A down Patriots. They just know, got beat by Miami. Got beat by Miami. Lost the bye week. Told you Miami is, always gets one. They do. and I, Isn't it incredible? I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. They it, played, it shocked me. They, for what their team is, they played incredible over the second oh, half of did. the season. They really they did. Did what Cincinnati did. Just improved. Better improved. I know, but yeah. just at the end of this, you, you just figure both of them were the only games they're going to win you know, against each other. Yeah. And... I mean, what they finished what five wins? Yeah, yeah, they did I, I, five wins. And I think the Patriots in the first meeting beat them forty-two or forty-three to nothing. Yeah, it was. And it was Miami eats out a win. Wor- it might have even worse than that. And that pass by Fitzpatrick to Gasecki at the end. My God, it was, it was just it was exciting, exciting time to be a Dolphins fan when we thought we were all just in, in the shit house. Yeah, I mean, you got to hit on those draft picks, but I mean, there's plenty, plenty of them to go around. Right. I, I will tell you, since we're we're on that game, man, I'm on DraftKings like. I'm real hot on Tennessee. I'm I pre- am too. I'm pretty down. You know, I, I you know you guys know I like the showdowns, but I'm pretty down on like I've only got one or two Patriots at any any of my lineups. Of course, you always got to throw one in there that's got, you know, like the Patriots defense because yeah. they do have that ability to turn it on. But it, it kind of looks like they just beat up on a bunch of nobodies. And then whenever they the did. time came, yeah. The the challenge came, they they became above average. And there's no not denying. Good, not great. Above average. Tom Brady's lost a step. He has. There's, there's no denying it. Can he get it back in the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, he's he's older. He's played all the games. He's probably more tired, a little more sore, a little more, you know, his limbs aren't working how they used to. I mean, sh- shit tightens up, you know? Yeah. You, you can't – your arm's not going to be limber enough, and you're not going to be limber enough to have the same throwing motion 20 years into being in the league. Let me tell you, I have one lineup in that game out of like six. It's the featured game of the week or of uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah featured Saturday. Saturday game. I have one lineup with Tom Brady in it. Like I just don't think he does well. I, I like your strategy of like, even though I don't think he's going to play well, I, I'm going to go against the grain and and do one lineup against my train of thought. Mm-hmm. You got to do that in DraftKings, in my opinion. Oh, but right. yeah, it's uh, I, I like the Titans too. I, I hate to just go with. Uh, the rest of fantasy football world and football world, but the, the Titans are playing really well, and the Patriots just are not. But, I think it carries over. So let's let's talk about how I know that the football world and myself, like I'm on Tennessee, but the Patriots' run defense still only allowed two touchdowns to oh, yeah. running backs all the year. Defense is going to one be, in the air, one on the ground. That's it. I think this is going to be a low scoring. 20 to 17 ball game or something like that. I agree with that. I think, honestly, I think the Patriots pull it out, but I think it's going to be their defense. They're going to have to get something out of Sonny Michelle. 
and it's just going to be a sloppy game, I think. They always pull it out, and it's always sloppy, but they always make a championship baby. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's disgusting. It's. I yes. think they have. I think they can get by the Titans. I'm not sure they can go any further. Not with the Chiefs and the Ravens this year. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. But I really don't think they get past the Titans. I mean, regardless of them only giving hope, up two yeah. touchdowns, Derrick Henry's a different animal. Derrick Henry has been balling. Yeah, different animal. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown is hitting that stride at the right time. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill is like top three quarterback yeah. for the, Ryan the games he started. A super stud. I mean, if only Miami would have had a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. That joke's yeah. getting old. <laughs> it's still true. It's not true it's, at all. The stats are bearing out that it is. He okay. So yeah, this style of offense has fit Tannehill very well. Just confident. Have a, have a, <laughs> you, you fellas talk, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some. Let, let me ask you this though, and I know this was your guy. It's like I was who. AJ Brown. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I was big on AJ yeah, Brown was, as well. Yeah. So, I mean, is going into looking forward to into next season, where do you see AJ Brown? I mean, is he a 1400 yard receiver, like a 100 catch, 1400 yard receiver kind of guy? I don't know if the no, offense is set up for yeah, that yet. I don't yet. think so, not quite. I mean, he finished with over 900 yards this year. I think he may have even broke a thousand. Right. I mean, with inconsistency the, at quarterback at well, best the big thing with tennessee is derrick henry is a free agent he gets re-signed no doubt about I it. i mean i believe they're gonna try but are they gonna i mean are they gonna fork out the money i mean the guy just led the league in rushing over 1500 yards an interesting comment by kate uh from ball blast she's like imagine derrick henry signing with pittsburgh yeah i've thought about that what about him going to seattle Eh, there's I, no I, need for that out. Well, I mean, Carson only got one year left. He just he just got hurt. Penny, you know, he's been hit or miss. I just think, I mean, Henry. But would they're fit the that island of fit. misfit toys at running back, though. They oh, yeah. like even Marshawn when he went there, he wasn't great before he got there. Right. They they do something there and they they kill. Marshawn was like a 1100 yard back before. He gets there and it's like a 14 1500 yard back. Well, yeah, it's just the style of offense. Here's it's the a run thing. first offense. And By the way, AJ Brown this year, fifty-two catches, eighty-four targets, a uh, thousand fifty-one yards, what? eight eight touchdowns. Better on the road than at home. Yeah, he, the, t- the Titans were better on the road. Knowing that, year. knowing that stat, he is capable of fourteen hundred even in that offense. Year a, a year two jump from ten fifty to fourteen hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with he started very slow with a healthy Adam Humphreys. You know, you you basically te- little people take the pressure off of him. I like it. I, I'm you not going to figure he'll probably add forty to fifty targets to that number at least. Probably. I mean, if if you look at the beginning of a season, like he wasn't incredible at the beginning of the season. I mean, at the end is where he really yeah. started taking off. He was very good when when given the opportunity. Like he had that those one catch for fifty yards and a touchdown type of games, but. I mean, he, he started picking up the pace as the season went on. I want to throw this at you real quick, though. Ryan Tannehill, while he did have his best completion percentage ever, 70%, that's pretty, pretty balling. Damn good. His best average yards per completion, 9.6, that's excellent. Uh, his TD to interception ratio, 22 versus 6, that's good. His rating was 117.5. But it is easy to forget, even though that was his best season in those categories, he did put up three years in a row with Miami, 12 interceptions three years in a row. That's not hateful. 
No, and I was going to say, you can't hate on that. And he had 27 touchdowns, 24 and 19 against those 12 in those years. So, I mean, he's had solid years in Miami. They're just, there was never a good enough team around him for no. one. And two, I mean, it. I, I do not expect 2020 Ryan Tannehill to be a top 10 quarterback. 15, sure. 12, maybe. But I still Tannehill is a, is much better than Marcus Mariota, and I think he deserves to be signed. But I don't think he's all of a sudden going to be this fantasy star. Do you think that he's a Titan next year? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I do too. Okay. Just like Kenyon Drake will be a Cardinal. Like these teams aren't going to let these guys go. I I agree with you. They're going to take these old cast off Dolphins and be like, whoa, we got another Wes Welker situation here. Sign him. Play Drake, him, play Drake him I'm not so sure about, but yeah, I think I believe Tannehill. Positive on Drake. I'm positive on both of them. I positive think. on Drake. Dead on on both of them. It's a great fit. Drake would be insane to leave that situation. It is the perfect situation for him. He's a good pass catching back. Oh, yeah. It's a great situation. Kyler Murray is going to set him up for success because teams aren't going to know exactly. If the Cardinals, I know they just added a bunch of wide receivers in the draft and they've got young guys, but they still need a, they need a wide receiver still. Like none of those guys have stepped up to the point to where they can ignore wide receiver in the draft. They had a talented Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. I, I'm thinking veteran. I'm, there's mm. there's some solid veterans in free agency. I believe you, they, you said they had pick eight, right? Uh, yes, yeah, something. I've like seen that. a lot of people put CD Lamb there, reunite him with Kyler. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, but uh, you know, a, a top notch free agent. Maybe if Dallas whiffs on an Amari Cooper. Uh, I feel like Amari's going to want a ton of money, though. He might. I mean, two years in a row, you know, 1,000, 1,100, 1,200-yard, whatever yeah. he had. Maybe kick the tires on A.J. Green if he doesn't re-sign. Like, A.J. Be- Green would be the perfect uh, veteran replacement for Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I will tell you, it's still, if, if it's an A.J. Green that goes there, because I'm not 100% sure Larry Fitzgerald retires, it's Larry freaking Fitzgerald. I'm not either. But... Even if they bring him in, all that does is muddies the waters in Arizona at the wide receiver situation because they've got some promising young guys. I they mean, do, Christian Kirk. Kirk is really the only one that stepped up and did anything. Isabella had some flashes. He did. And I, Keyshawn Johnson's looked good in spot duty. Yeah, like, they've he's got been a good, great. They've got wasn't, a good future. Wasn't there another one that got hurt early on, like real early? It was a Hakeem Butler. Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I'm, I'm way off of Hakeem Butler. I right. didn't like him pre-draft last year, but he he could develop. I didn't love him, but I mean, yeah, it could be one of those things. We we hated DK Metcalf too. Yeah, so well, things D- happen. DK did. We hated DK for his likelihood to offensive pass interference. Hakeem Butler, if you watch a lot of, he's a body catcher, and that's the reason I didn't like him. Like, well, we, that doesn't work out well in the NFL. We deemed. Uh, DK is stiff and a straight line one trick kind of pony and honestly he kind of was a one trick pony for Seattle he was a downfield go up and get it guy he just did it really well yeah and he didn't get hurt yeah so I mean is that big frame didn't didn't hurt him so I mean still has questions about lateral agility but we're not <laughs> even on that game so let's... Dynasty Rob also said speaking of the Bengals a few minutes ago does Dalton stay no no, God, no. no. They ruined that by and, – and, and they're, they're, they were right to ruin it. They don't need to hang on to Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a backup. Yeah. And he should have been yeah. a backup. After his first three or four years in the league, that's what he should have been. And he, Ryan Finley could develop into an okay backup. It's it's Joe Burrow. There's no reason for yeah, Dalton. Yeah, no. I'm, obviously, I'm 
Burroughs is going number one. Yeah. Just, I mean, I guess they could be. He's going number one no matter what. I, I, mean, I Cincinnati agree. Could Ohio be, kid, Cincinnati, it's just a match made in heaven. It is, but I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not 100% on Cincinnati taking them. They're, they could be blown away by a trade. Anyways, 99, 99% because Burrow's going to put asses in the seats in Cincinnati. But there's still the possibility that <clears throat> Chase Young's the best player in the draft. Let's realize that. Talent-wise, he's the best player in draft at arguably the second most important position. If you're not taking Burrow, you're trading. So... Do you trade back? Yeah, because you could trade back. Who who picks second? I mean, they probably don't need a quarterback. No, like you said, Detroit at three, Miami at five. Okay, so they do trade back with Detroit. Well, Chase Young's gone at that point. Yeah, because he's definitely going to be Redskin if that's the case. But maybe they covet Tua and drop back and watch Chase and Joe Burrows go off the board. And who knows? Who knows? I, I'm I'm excited for draft season, but we'll get there. Uh, Hopefully, they finally just make a good decision. Yeah. You know. They're they're on their way. I mean, Marvin Marvin Lewis is gone. Yeah. Andy Dalton will be next. I mean, it's th- this was destined to be a tough year for him. I don't think anybody expected big wins out of them with a rookie head coach and the same quarterback and mostly the same pieces. I mean, they didn't really make a lot of offensive personnel changes or defensive changes. No, I mean, A.J. Green being out all year hurt, obviously. <clears throat> yeah. but And help show Tyler Boyd's not a true number one. Yeah, he's not. He needs somebody to – to con- he needs He's somebody. a TJ he Hushmanzada, yeah, he needs a new type guy. <clears throat> he need, he needs to compliment someone. So, uh, Bills Texans, I, Buffalo baby could go either way. In my opinion, I'm on Buffalo all the way. Yeah, I'm on Buffalo. Obviously, I'll take the Texans. I, I think it's gonna be another close game, twenty three twenty. You know, somewhere in that range, but. Yeah, it's not going to be an offensive fireworks display. No, I don't think so either. I mean, the Bills' pass defense. I mean, I think the matchup as well matches up well for Buffalo. I mean, obviously their strength is you know, Watson, Hopkins, but Tre'Davious White's going to be on Hopkins. I know you can't really stop Hopkins. He's going to get. But he's going to have an average game. But I mean, keep him out of the end zone, then you're you're, you're going to be good. Yeah, and you, still question marks of health with Will Fuller. Yeah. I mean, as much as we like Kiki to QT and Kenny Stills, like they're not Will Fuller. No, and you know that you don't have to account as as much for them. They could very well shift coverage hard towards Hopkins, and you can shut down someone like that. Think about you know at the beginning of the season what they did with Devontae Adams, like literally triple coverage on the guy. Yeah. And Carlos Hyde's been fine, but and that's that's they're going to be their key. Houston running the ball with Hyde, I think that. For Houston to win, I think Hyde's going to have to have a big game. Speaking of Kiki Kuti and Will Fuller and everyone else not named DeAndre Hopkins, let's assume that the Texans pick 26th. With the 26th pick in the NFL draft, the Houston Texans select healthy receiver. Yeah. Healthy receiver. Or J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I wasn't being serious. I'm just saying they need a healthy. They need a guy that can stay healthy opposite DeAndre Hopkins. But I'm, I'll make a better argument back that they need a stud running back to take some of that pressure. Again, I was not being serious on that pick. <laughs> I was not opening up the Texans draft possibilities. Yeah. I just think they need a healthy. Dobbins, wide Dobbins would be a good fit. Dobbins gonna be a good fit anywhere. Yeah. What the hell? Finish the exact same stats, literally yards, touchdowns as uh, Jonathan Taylor. That's that's incredible. Yeah, as long as everybody comes out, this draft class is loaded. 
It's loaded. So, anything else on Bills Texans? Do you guys have any DFS opinions on the Bills Texans? I'm heavy, heavy, hit. Like, literally, Fairbairn is the only Texan I have. Because I went Allen, Singletary, Brown. I don't yeah. love I don't love Singletary again. JJ I, I, J. Watt being back, lighting a lighting a spark for that defense against the run game. I, I mean, I think if anything, John Brown gets behind the defense a little I like, bit. I, I do like John Brown a lot this week. Don't like Singletary as much. I've got a uh, Bills defense and uh, Hauschka, and then, like I said, Fairbairn. But that that just becomes that that becomes a what's it cost to put players in situation. Though. Yeah. Like, do I think Nook's going to going to be productive? Yeah. Probably yeah, he's going to have production, but can I afford him? If it, him and John Brown, no, you can't. I know that's I probably mean, you can if you throw some weird players in there. Some I know this probably doesn't really mean anything, but I I was looking at the stats and stuff on this game, and Buffalo, three of the five teams beat Buffalo this year were top five offenses that ran the RPO, the run pass option. Houston's number three plays ran out of that style so interesting it is interesting that is that's good stuff i mean okay so who beat who beat him philly cleveland and baltimore were the three teams of the five well baltimore's a a different animal because you think right. it, but ta- they do talent. run the rpo i mean hey. but the the running right. back talents they were number one up there and the, philly was four cleveland was five and the amount of plays ran out of that style of offense right and houston's number three so i saw that and i was like oh that's interesting it is maybe they struggle against that style of offense so Hmm. One, I mean, they're not as impressive as they have been in the past against the, uh, the run. That's for sure. Yeah. No, they they've allowed four point three yards per carry against them this year. So. But whenever, we, all right. So flip it the other way though. How bad is Houston's pass defense? Yeah, Two hundred sixty-seven yards passing the game allowed. I mean, the run game's not very good either. They allow four point eight yards per carry. But can the so. Bills capitalize? I love Josh Allen as much as the next guy, but it's not like he is. He is not rose to the upper echelon of passers in no. the league. Echelon. Anyway, they're... <laughs> I say echelon. Well, it's, you're wrong. Echelon Musk. But the, cyber cruck. But Houston's <laughs> third in uh, touchdowns allowed to the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they're... They, they let it go on them. I mean, they, they're, you can score on them. That's the biggest downfall for Houston is you can score on them. I don't think that the Bills have an elite offense, but they have a good one. That's why I like John Brown this week. Another stat I saw, I don't have it written down, but the average depth of target against Houston was like one of the worst in the league. So I mean, people, not a people, people could get down the field on them. I think John Brown's going to ball this week. Yeah, I like John Brown a lot. Same, same. So, I actually need to put in a John Brown captain lineup. So the only lineup I made for that game is a John Brown captain lineup. Interesting. I, I've got the Josh Allen. Josh Allen's such chalk, but I feel like it's going to work. I'll actually share that lineup with you right now. It's John Brown captain. Got Josh Allen. Bills defense, Singletary, and this could vary with Fuller playing or not, but I got Kiki and then I got Carlos Hyde. Man, having Kiki Kiki's got so much promise. Yeah, and that's all, so only much inconsistency. Fuller, only if Fuller sits. Yeah. If Fuller sits, I'll play Kiki. Kiki. So because I think they'll like they'll try a lot of Duke Johnson could be good for this game because I think Houston could try a lot of underneath stuff. Mm-hmm. Tight end, Duke Johnson, Kiki. I think that might be where they need to go. Viking Saints. 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 I think this is going to be a fun game. I think, yeah, it could be a shootout. I, I think it's a fun game. I think it's one of those fun games where Thielen actually makes an appearance and does something to, to, to the point to where it's not just a blowout. So that's funny to say. I mean, I 
have I put one lineup in. I put in several. Like I, that might be the most lineups I put in out of any game. But I did throw in a Thielen lineup, um, and it opened some stuff up. I mean, yeah. Thielen, Cook, Kamara, Cousins, like a Flower. I mean, then I mean you get a little cheap at the end with uh, Rudolph and Lutz, but Lutz, Lutz, whatever you say, however you say his name, Ekelon. But yeah, I mean, not a lot of people I are going. It not a lot of people are going to be playing Adam Thielen, especially as captain. I mean, since he's no, been back, he had like a. Excuse me, it's Thielen. Yeah, shut up, Elon <laughs> Musk. He had like a two point game and like point six or something. Like, what did he do? Get a tackle? I mean, sacks. Point yeah, sacks. I think I think Minnesota can hang with them. Agreed. But I think it's going to be Saints. Saints win. Uh, yeah, they win. I think Saints beat them by thirty. Thirty. Man. Saints are legit. Like a Super thirty-four to 20. twenty. Yeah. yeah. Saints are humming, boys. They they are, and I mean it. Drew Brees. You know what? Is there anyone better to listen to pregame than Drew Brees? Drew Brees is awesome. Just the way he jacks those guys up. Can like we, I want Drew Brees in my bedroom right before the lights go off. Like you, you're gonna get in there. You're gonna get in there, and you're gonna give her what she needs. And we're gonna go to the championship. You're gonna do it. And I'm gonna be I, like, thank you, Drew, and I'll be just sweating, and he'll just be standing there, just head cocked, <laughs> shaking his head with his arms crossed, like that's right. That's so, right. So does, it, does he stay? Does I don't he, know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I if he if they happen to win it all, I think he walks off into the I sunset. Too, yeah, he's he, talking about staying in your bedroom. Yeah, staying in your bedroom. But we'll go with that. Anyhow, well, yeah, he's got a snack no, with it, us afterwards. No, he's not leaving because he's got records to set out of reach for people. I mean. Doesn't mean he doesn't do. He it with probably a retires team. the same year Tom Brady retires. Okay, maybe so, Miami does it right this time. Like, all right, Drew, come on, call Pepper. You sit, Drew, come in. Come. Who, I mean, obviously records are going to be broken eventually. It's going to be a long time. But I mean, who? I mean, who's even close that has enough playing time left that's going to approach his numbers? Brady, or Brady's right behind him. Yeah, in everything I know, but if we add five years to Brady's career and only three well, to Drews, it's yeah. Brady pass or can pass him in everything. It, one more year, either way, you know, whoever lasts the longest wins. That's uh, what Drew said in my bedroom. <laughs> what, that's exactly what the pep the talk was. Wins. That's exactly what the pep talk. <laughs> whoever lasts the longest wins. One player I'm on in every single lineup in this. Well, Kamara is in every single lineup. <laughs> Camara, I gotta correct you there. I, just, I, I, don't, I know you're it's, right. It's you are right. It's Camara, Camara, Camara. Yeah, it's Camara. Super Sport Camara. But I've got Camara, and I've got a lot oh, of uh, Jesus Camara, Camara. And I've got a lot of Jared Cook shares in here. So it's Jared Cock. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but man, the, the guys are expensive. I, I'll tell you who I don't think is going to have a great game. I don't think Michael Thomas has that thirty point game you expect out of him. I think, and also. Remember, there's still bad blood from the whole Marcus Williams, Stephon Diggs thing. Like, oh yeah, that's beautiful too. It, that's it's beautiful. I think that this and Williams is a better player this year. too. Oh, absolutely. I think that this is that we're going to do everything we can to st- shut down Stephon Diggs. He's not going to be the reason we lose if we lose. Dalvin has not been himself lately. I'm off of Dalvin a lot in most of my lineups. He hasn't played. <laughs> I know, but even his last few games, he wasn't that yeah. good. So, I mean, he, he's Dalvin. He's still good, but he wasn't first 10 weeks of the season Dalvin. So, well, if they have any chance of winning, he's going to have to be good. 
that's that's where I think it's an issue. I, I, Alvin I versus Dalvin. I think I think Kamara and Jared Cook ball out in this game. Cook Cook's really paid dividends over the second half of the season for them. Oh, it's like he catches a touchdown or two every game, man. Yeah, just one of those free agents well, going to take a minute kind of situation. They just don't have a. He's basically their number two because they don't have anybody that's stepped up. Yeah, they they they're in desperate need of receiver help. Uh, other than Traquan Indy, played okay last week. Other than Indy, so San Fran two touchdowns, Indy zero, uh, Tennessee two touchdowns, and Carolina a touchdown. I mean, that's that's Cook's last four weeks. Yeah. So. Jared Cook, not Dalvin. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. A lot of Cooks in the kitchen. But a lot of Dalvins and Alvins. I will say, if you put one of the, the main guys, one of the big guys, like a Michael Thomas or someone that's your captain, you got to get pretty darn creative. You just better hope like Irv Smith catches a touchdown or yeah. something. And there's, yeah, too many, mean, there's too many good players in this game to go with Thomas as your captain. It's just, there's just too many. There's too many options that aren't cheap. I think where, Kamar, where he's came Kamara. on. I'm not going to stop saying it. Well, I'm not saying echelon. <laughs> but it, over his past few weeks, I mean, two touchdowns, the last two uh, running rushing touchdowns, last two games in a row. I think he continues that trend. I think that's the reason you've got to get him in. And uh, I think there's what Drew said in my bedroom again. Got to get it in. That's why you got to get him in. I was like, that's never not that easy, Drew. <laughs> I will tell you, I like I, I'm off of Diggs. I don't have Diggs in, yeah. but one lineup. I've got Cook in. I think two. And I have one Kirk Cousins share, and and this is over like eight lineups. I, I think Kirk Cousins is good, and he's how much money are you spending this weekend? I don't want to talk about that right now. Man. It'll be over two hundred dollars invested once ever once I do a couple uh, take the money from the brill. And I was about to say I haven't even got you your brill money yet. Yeah, we're we're going to put that one to a vote. I, I submitted my lineups to the the back row, and we're going to put it to a vote and see which uh, which. I'm probably gonna play two or three lineups out of that hundred. So yeah. All right. All right. One more sun. One more game. Seahawks. Eagles. I I think this has the makings of a possible upset. Yeah. I, I'm leaning Philly. I'm leaning Philly as well. I, I mean, see, Seattle's been really. I don't good. have a real good reason for why, but I'm just feeling Philly. Miles Sanders. Is I was gonna my say I do. His name's Miles Sanders. Yeah. I just I'm feeling. I'm feeling it for miles this week. And even Boston Scott. God, quit yeah. fucking mentioning that guy. He had three touchdowns last week. Why, why wouldn't I? But I just, just stop. He doesn't follow up a big week with I, another big week. My point is, whatever. I, I'm not even going <laughs> to argue with you right now. Thank, thank the sweet Lord above for that. I think a big thing with Philly is if Ertz, they need Ertz to play this week. He's questionable. I think he plays, but they just—they're so banged up. I like Philly. I don't know. I just Speak think the at Hux, I that, like the atmosphere. I think it's playoff time. Philly fans are going to be freaking nasty like they always are. I don't know. I just think Seattle loses. They're going to. Yeah, you know. just Tyler Lockett lets them down. Yeah, I don't know. He's not worth a fifth round pick. Yeah, he is. No. I, I think so. I've got... Not with A.J. Brown entering the fold. At, Debo, Sam, say, same, Debo, Debo, Samuel. Samuel Debo. As of right now, I the only lineup I have submitted... I, well, I must... I don't know where the other one's at. But I've got uh, Miles Sanders as my captain. Captain, I, my captain. I think that he's going to be the, the difference maker. Now, 
You do have the question because I believe Jordan Hart, Howard's back this week. They are expecting him to contribute, which would but but, but old the, Bond Scott, which would be to the detriment of Boston Scott. But he's he's got a role. He's not, ACDC, old Bond Scott. He's not getting three touchdowns. I didn't say he's getting three touchdowns, but he has a role in the offense. Yeah, sitting a bench since Jordan Howard's back. Spelling Miles Sanders is his role. Spelling Jordan Howard. By the way, some of the touchdowns they give him, it's like you've got like a 72-pound scat back and you give him a, a two-yard carry from the, you know, a, a goal line carry from the two. Come on. Come on. Just just stop. Stop with the the Scott. I, I won't say this a lot, but I do like DK Metcalf this week. Woo! I love DK Kyler Met- Murray. <laughs> oh, we I can't thought, even, we can't uh, even say that anymore because their season's over. But I love DK Metcalf. Yeah, I can't say that. I don't know if I love him, but I like him this week. Okay. Well, I'm sure he appreciates the fact that you like him this week. I'm sure he does too. We talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him post on Twitter like, "Why does arms hate me?" Probably has. Why does arms hate I know me? Just really because my him. arms are comparable to his arms, he's got a, a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> it's like DK, you got him beat on every other body but, part. Listen, it's I, fine. I, all I'm gonna say is like, if I took this off, it'd be very comparable to DK Metcalf. And by this, I mean like my my body of fat, <laughs> like my my shell of fat around my muscles. Yes, I'd be very comparable to DK. You're just uh, like a Cadbury egg. You just got to get past the shell. There you go. And get to the disgusting part. I mean, <laughs> the shell's the only good part of a Cadbury uh, egg. True. Yeah. Uh, Got to get past what's under the shell. All the all, all the heavy cream. Mm-hmm. So those are the four games we uh, we're gonna pre- give our Super Bowl prediction. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we'll we'll need it to go all the way through. I, I do believe the Ravens get there. I agree. So I do think it's the Ravens, and I am going to go with the Saints. I think it's going to be Ravens, Saints, and I think Drew Brees walks away with one. Ditto. I guess we're the consensus is here. Saints, wow. Ravens, Saints win. Now, is it going to shock anyone if it's San Fran, KC? No. No. Is it going to shock anyone if it's San Fran, KC? No. I just that, said that. that oh, I, I, I'm, just sorry, said I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody. It's not going to shock anybody except for you because you're not listening. Sorry. <laughs> You're just you talk so much. I have to pick what I hear. But Me? you've done well this episode. Whatever you've done well, we're proud. I'm proud. Are you proud? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> me being a Buffalo fan, obviously. Don't even my my dream Super Bowl is Buffalo, San Francisco, the Super Bowl that Chris Berman wanted every year in the '90s. He predicted. I thought you should have said the Bills. Buffalo versus the Vikings or what, a team they can beat. Is that what you're saying? Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I mean, that would be my dream scenario if, my, if Miami was in the playoffs. Like, I want them me, to play the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Like, Give me Miami the, versus the Lions. Now, let me ask this. Does this look like the most balanced top to bottom playoffs you guys have seen in years? Uh? Yeah. Yeah. There's I no, think so. I mean, I know we all said Saints, Ravens, but there's no clear front runner i don't no. think the, the only thing i i wish was a little different and i hate saying this because i'm i'm really actually glad they're not in the playoffs but the steelers not being in there the steelers would make it a little like if it was the steelers in place of 
the Titans, I guess. With the Titans we deserve. The Titans. Yeah, listen, listen. I know the Titans deserve to be there, and it's great that they're there. But like, if if this was last year and we had these teams in the playoffs, the Steelers, the Steelers just they they have it's that history like of being they able freaking to belong is what the yes, problem is. They it's have just, they have the history that they can beat anyone at any time. Yeah. So for them to be missing. Like is a little odd, but but as far as like just basing it off 2019 and what we saw, yeah, this is the this is the perfect playoff picture. I feel like, and I know that they won their division, but the misplaced team here is the Texans. Well, the Eagles too. I mean, what they finished nine and seven and won yeah, the division. Nine, oh, that's a terrible division. Yeah, but so. and the Eagles weren't great. So I mean, the Eagles make it a tiny bit weak, but they have the potential to win. But, we caught it. Well. So. The Miles Sanders coming on at the end had a big, you know, big factor in that, right? And and Wentz going from looking like they needed a quarterback to actually being, you know, above average. Wentz is oh, good. Wentz, yeah. I I didn't say he wasn't good, but at the <laughs> no, beginning know, of the season, he was he wasn't really good at the beginning of the season. Towards the end, he he started bringing it back on. I'm backing you up. I mean, they don't need a quarterback. I, I know you weren't saying he was bad. You're so sensitive tonight. I'm not sensitive. Uh, Bauer said pretty, the, pretty the Eagles have signed Elijah Holyfield. I do. That's interesting. We like Elijah Holyfield. Me and Arms do. I don't know about Hux. I loved Holyfield. I mean, what? Why? Why they sign him? Injuries. Every basically every running back they have is questionable because the bond sign a wide the receiver bond, the Bond Scott kid just <laughs> shouldn't be on the team. That's what Elijah Holyfield. Three touchdowns. Last you liked him like. A month ago, you loved him in the game, and it hit. And now you hate him. It's great. He only hits on there's one or two, and you gotta let him go. It's the same thing as Jonas Gray. You gotta let you, Elsa. You gotta let him go. Okay, let him go. <laughs> Man, look yeah. at that. What else we got? We're going off the rails a little bit. Let's go off the rails for ten minutes. Uh, if if you you want you want to place a coach. You guys want to play a little? Uh, actually, you know, you know what I want to talk no, about. I want to go off the rails. I don't want to talk about football at all. I want to talk about football, but I want to talk about college football. I don't want to talk about that shit. You want to talk about how the Buckeyes no, got robbed? I don't. Go Clemson. No, I'm not going to talk about that. What the hell? I'm talking talk about, about. So, the right now, arguably the best two quarterbacks in college football. Arguably, Trevor yeah. Lawrence is in the conversation yeah. at least. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow, definitely him to a Trevor. Probably yeah. I mean, you're looking three. Burrow, Trevor, the next two number one picks. Yeah. So, does LSU even look beatable? No. Yeah. They, man, you're, no. you're nuts. I, Clemson, I'm telling you, I think they, I'm, I'm I think they Cle- win by around thirty. I think, I think Clemson, they win by three scores. Anyway. I think Clemson wins the game. I think LSU is going to beat Ohio State as well. And I, I know I, the Buckeyes hey, I said Clemson game was basically an even match. I agree. LSU don't have an even match. Hundred percent agree, and it, this isn't about the SEC because they rolled the SEC too. The whole SEC, they just walked through it. Even if you go back and look at the score of the Alabama game, they dominated the first half of that Alabama game. They took their foot off the gas. What are we going to do if Joe Burrow throws another seven or eight touchdowns in the championship game? Joe Burrow threw more touchdowns this year in Mercedes-Benz Stadium than Matt Ryan. Yeah, sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Eight games to one. Ah. <sighs> Same amount of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, if he does this, like, how is he not a legendary status? Right now, if He's, if he wins the national championship, Joe Burrow is in the conversation as the greatest college quarterback to ever play the game. Hmm. 
I don't know about all that. I don't know about who's, greatest, that. Greatest who's, single season. Yeah, greatest of a college quarterback. Season. Okay, but sure. Who are you taking? I'm just saying. I, I don't know. You asked me too quick. <laughs> I'll take I'm Joe just, Burrow in any game over Tim Tebow. After college, yeah. No, in college, any game, Joe Burrow over Tim Tebow. Anybody else? I don't know. Uh, are we, we going to go over anybody else? Because he's he's three touchdowns away from, like, a Colt McCoy or Case Keenum all-time touchdown record for a single season. Mm. And he did it in the SEC. He didn't do it in, you know, the American Conference mm. or, you know, the the Sun Belt. He did it in the freaking SEC. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, granted, I've got the Joe Burrow love because he's just from down the road. No, I, I, like, I do too. I like yeah, I think yeah. we all do. But you got to be a little realistic here. Best yeah. college quarterback to ever play the game. I mean, honest to God, he really, he won season. There's college quarterbacks that have been extremely good their whole college career. I'm not handing Joe Burrow that title. No, like legendary said, sing, season, single season, all time great. Sure. But one of the guys you're, you would make the argument for would be Vince Young. And it was one season. Another guy you'd make the argument for is Cam Newton. And guess what? Matt it Leiner. was one season. Matt Leiner did it for about three seasons. Danny Warfel. Eh. But, A weird name, but, I know. But but but. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I don't, I don't hate Danny Warfel for what he did in college, but he's not even the best quarterback to ever play for Florida. In college. Colt Brennan was pretty good. That was Hawaii. They're playing freaking nobody. Graham Harrell was pretty good. Kellen Moore. They Johnny. Jesus Christ. Manziel. That's that's the Big Twelve. Well, Manziel I think played what a year in the SEC. Sam Bradford. Big Twelve. No defense. I'm. My point is. Marcus Mariota had a pretty good college career. Pac Twelve. No defense. Listen, the SEC at times showed this year that he didn't have no defense either. So, yeah, this wasn't your typical SEC this year, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Get him, Hux. As you say that, you think that the, the LSU is going to dominate? No, you don't. You think Clemson? No, I think Clemson's going to win. Nah, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. I probably will be wrong, but that's what we're going with. There's that Brian Hux. I must be the wrong one button. The, the only team they played in what the top ten was Iowa State. Yeah. They won that game. Mm. No argument there. <laughs> Although, since we were there's, going to there's say There's arguments. It, no, I, I'm not going to go down that road. It's getting old, though. I'm a Buckeyes fan. I, I agree. It's over. It, it's getting old. There's, it's there's over. so many games decided by bad calls. It's just getting old. There was like three or four, but it is what it is. The yeah, game, it is. The, the game's over. I think I said it before. I've said it on Twitter. I believe I've said it on the podcast. LSU will be any team can can be any team in the country by thirty. We need we need every single football game from here on out to have some kind of panel sitting by to review these plays. Not one or two people, not one on the field, one in the booth. We need a panel. The SEC replay guy, I believe, got fired over this. He should have. It wouldn't surprise me. There's a couple bad calls. The worst part about it is that the calls on the field were were mostly right. Well, yeah. And then they they overturned overturned that. Overturned it and replayed. They they called out and, you know, buzzed down, like, we're going to review this. Okay. You know, one was the the sack, Wade, Wade getting the the targeting Targeting, penalty. It's like, no. 
Trevor Lawrence tucked, and that's that is another thing that's right now wrong with football. Is you go in leading with your shoulder, the other guy lowers down to embrace for the hit, and guess what? It's targeting all of a sudden. These kids are running four fours and four fives. You can't just pull up at the last second and not get that sack. Right. F- funny you said that kid tucked. Another thing Drew Brees tried to tell me to do <laughs> in his pep speech: tuck it. No, that's kind of no. Kind of odd. That's, that's kind of an odd. No, Drew. Yeah, not doing it, buddy. I mean, he knows though. I mean, I'd like maybe to feel, something... I'd like to feel the breeze. I'm not tucking it. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for listening this week, guys. We came in under an hour, and I better end it now, or we'll go over. Yeah, I guarantee it. We didn't go off the rails. But, hey, join us uh, tomorrow morning. The reaction videos will be up. Back Row Reacts on YouTube. We're going to have a little bit of fun after the show. So be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast, Back Row Fantasy Show, as if you didn't know, uh, at The Back Row Show on Twitter. And what else, Arms? You're good with our call to action. Um, just subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends. That's another one. My Share God. Share it. Please tell your Share friends. It. You know, we've got a little bit of merch that we can uh, we can throw out if necessary. No, it's you're good. N- not a- good night. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review.